0: Hey everyone, you're on air with Ella and we are continuing the listening in series where I have a conversation with one of you. So today's listener is Jia Lee. Hi Jia. Hi Ella, how are you? I'm so great. Now Jia, I'm going to say your name poorly because I just confess <laughs> to you that I'm lame. Now you say your name beautifully so everybody knows how to properly say it.
1: Thank you, Ella. Uh, my name is Jia Li. Uh, you can always call me Jia. Uh, it's a little easier for everyone. <laughs>
0: for <Anyway>. me. Jia, <laughs> welcome to the show. Where are we catching you today?
1: So I'm in Sunnyvale, California, uh, which is Silicon Valley, uh, basically. So I grew up in China. I moved to the States uh, in 2009 for schools. Um, I graduated from Cornell in 2014 and moved to California since then.
0: Okay, that is so cool, and I'm dying to know how did you come across the On Air with Ella podcast in the first place?
1: So I always have passions in wellness and being our better self, um, and also fitness, food, everything. Because in um, I also studied in New York City for like a half year, on the train to school and to work, I always need something to listen to. So I started to listen to podcasts, and then I, I saw I think uh, On Air with Ella on the new and new and not worthy page. And I said, okay, uh, this sounds good. And I like your papers. That, so, okay, I'm going to listen to this. So since then, it was like two year, probably more than two years ago. But um, I started to listen to you um uh, when I was still in school. So I really enjoyed it.
0: Well, I have an idea. Why don't you? I know that you came prepared with some questions. And what I find mm-hmm. is if you've got a question, I know somebody else has a question. So why don't you just hit me with a bunch of your questions, big
1: or small, and we'll just talk through them. Okay, perfect. I got a lot of small questions. So so I know you um, you read a lot of books every year. So I just wonder which book that you read recently or last year that inspired you the most?
0: Okay, well, I will answer that in sort of the self-help realm. But I love to read... Two books at a time. And what I mean by that is, I like to read one nonfiction and one fiction book at a time. So at night, I'll be reading some kind of fiction book that's a little bit more escapist for me. And then during the day, that is when I will read my nonfiction books or in the morning, on the weekends, that sort of thing. And so I've talked about a lot of books on this show, as you know, but I read a ton of books for the show because I refuse to interview somebody and talk about their book if I haven't read it. I read two recently and I was dying to get the authors on the show and they're so, so different. Okay. So the first one is called, maybe mm-hmm. it's you, maybe it's you. And it's by Lauren Handel Zander. And I, mm-hmm. of course, you guys already know, you already know, I'll put a link in the show notes, but Lauren mm-hmm. Handel Zander is a coach. She started a whole coaching business. Her coaching programs are in Stanford business school. They're at MIT. She is a smart coach smart cookie. And her book called Maybe It's You is just one of the best self-development books, personal development books that I have read. The exercises are amazing. In fact, I did the exercises in the book with my husband and I did them with my son. Uh It was fascinating.
1: (laughs) How long did it take you to finish the book?
0: Normally, a book like that would take me a day and a half. So maybe I'll read it over a weekend. Wow! And in this case, it took me probably... A week, because I did mm-hmm. the exercises, Yeah, like I did the exercises in the book, <laughs> I, I never do the exercises in the book. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Yes, yes, I understand. Um, could you give an example that the exercise you did with your son and your husband?
0: Yeah. So do you remember the life balance wheel that I've talked about before? Yes, I did. Okay. And that worksheet is available on the site and it's for free. And you basically Mm -hmm. the idea is you rate how you're doing in the different areas of your life. And the goal yeah, is not to have like a 10 in every category because that's not realistic. Mm -hmm. It's just to look at where you're dialed up and where you're dialed down and where you maybe want to focus for the next three months or the next year and that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. I might complete that wheel and be like, wow, I've been so focused on career that I've let my social life go. And it's like it's a model that lets me look at it on paper and look at what I want to adjust and what what I want to dial up. Now, what Lauren Handel Zander's book did is she talks about the areas of our life in 12 different areas. And she has you rate where you are, and then you have to state where you want to be. And so my husband, son, and I, we all rated where we thought we were, and then we discussed where we thought each other were (laughs) so we had these robust and occasionally awkward conversations about like oh I think I'm doing really well at this or you know I feel like I'm weak in this and and then we'd be like no we don't you you know we disagree (laughs) or we don't anyway we were snowed in so we had nothing else to do it was fascinating though I love anything that helps you know yourself better or like really like have conversations with people that you love that you would never have You guys, I want to jump in here just to thank today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is Lbox at LboxCo.com. Lbox is your customized selection of organic pads and tampons, plus tea, chocolate, all natural, amazing self-care gifts for you every month. Let me ask you a question. What is the point of eating well, of detoxing our makeup, of detoxing our lotions, our potions, our shampoos, and then every month, Using feminine products that contain pesticides, bleach, synthetics. I mean, am I right? I love that Lbox keeps it utterly and completely clean, keeps it organic. But can I tell you my favorite thing about L-Box? I don't have to go shopping. They just send me my subscription every single month in my comfort box with my surprise goodies, with my self-care items, and I don't have to run to the drugstore. I'm not gonna lie, I love the convenience, I love that it's all natural, and I love that you can get 50% off your 1st Lbox order with the code ELLA2018. That's just for us, you guys. 50% off your first L-Box with code ELLA2018. I'll put the link in the show notes. You guys can find them at LboxCo.com. Show them some love. They've been such a supporter of the show and get your 100% organic pads or tampons, whatever you want, every month shipped
1: directly to you. LboxCo.com. Yeah, and the, the, that's a great exercise that you connect, reconnect with your family so you know each other better. and
0: Right? Okay, so you guys have to get that book because actually at the end of that interview when we went off the air and I was just saying thank you and goodbye, I asked Laura and I said, I want to start maybe a book club around this topic. Can I do a book club around your book? Like, do I have your blessing? And she said yes. So I'm giving real thought to doing that after the April retreat is doing like a whole thing around her book. So, Okay. So that was book number one. The second mm-hmm. book that I'm obsessed with right now is called How Not to Hate Your Husband After Kids. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, my God. That's so funny. Is that a real title? Yeah, it's the, the
0: real title. You don't have kids oh yet, do you?
1: God. No, yet.
0: Okay. I have two dogs. <laughs> but you have two like furry two. babies. Yes. Here's the deal. I would not normally pick up a book that's called How Not to Hate Your Husband (laughs) After Having Kids. Like, I would not pick it... I might pick it up off the shelf and have a good laugh, but I wouldn't have bought it, right? Oh, yeah. But because they sent it to me, I read it, and it was so good. Like, it was so (laughs) candid and so good. And so I think it should be required reading by every couple right before they have kids and then about nine months after they have kids and then at any point thereafter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. I actually want to see this book. I want to read this book. This is so funny. The cover alone is hysterical.
0: I will put a picture of it in the show notes, but I'll put that interview up really soon with the author Jancy Dunn. She writes for Vogue. She writes for Oprah's magazine. She wrote for Rolling Stone for years. She's just the coolest cat.
1: Cool. Looking forward to the interviews. So those are my two. (laughs) Oh, that's perfect. Uh, Side notes, uh, because you mentioned the life balance will Yes. And I know that you have other free, uh, resources that on your website. Yes. And not toxin sunscreen and not toxin, um, beauty since I really, skincare, I really love it. Yes. I just want to thank you for your all your hard work.
0: I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm not sure people know that. So on the website, you can get, like whenever I put these sort of shopping lists together because we try the samples and then we rate them and then the ones that we love, we put on a PDF for you guys and you can download those at the site on airwithella.com. So thanks for mentioning that. Yeah, we've got makeup and we've got sunscreen and we've got deodorant and shampoo and all it is is just like here's the name of it here's where you can get it and if it's available on amazon then i've put the amazon link in there too and sometimes i've even put the price range so hopefully those are helpful
1: and you also have discount code as well i have discount
0: codes that's the best part about being a podcaster free books and discount codes
1: (laughs) i know (laughs) And I'm so obsessed with a lot of products that you have introduced, like um, the Better Skin Never uh, from Living Libations and Vitamins from Mary Ruth Organic. There's just so many. Oh my products. gosh.
0: You just named uh, like every, like everything I use in a day. So Mary Ruth Organic Vitamins, they don't pay me a dime and I talk about them all <laughs> the time because I love them. You're exactly right. The best skin ever by living libations. Huh. Is that oil not just like liquid gold? I love it so much. I know.
1: I love it. The smell of it, the smell of it is so good. Um, and in, uh, the feel of it on the skin is like it, it, absorb it really fast and make my skin looks better. So I, really I think like that,
0: oh that's so cool. I love knowing that anything I share could possibly be helpful. And again, like just to be clear, they're not paying me anything. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not selling you guys anything. It's just when I get obsessed with things like I just want to <laughs> share it with you guys. Even the people who do pay me to talk about their product when they're when they're doing like a legit commercial on the show, mm-hmm. and they are a sponsor of the show, I find them half the time. And I'm like, you guys, I love your product. I want to talk about you. The show's expensive. Will you help me sponsor it? (laughs) And that's where I get my sponsors.
1: Uh, yeah, that's actually great. I, I don't want to get into all the details um, because I have I bought a lot of products that you recommend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is your husband really mad
1: at me? <laughs> um, a little bit, but he's fine with it because I'm actually becoming better, better me. So he's fine with it. Sorry, <laughs> hubby. <laughs> I know. Okay. Um, I want to know which personal quality do you want to um, develop or strengthen uh, this year?
0: Oh my gosh, what a good question. Okay, let me pause so that I can answer this in a thinking way. Sure. <laughs>
1: okay, something that
0: I have grown into is a desire to be of more service and more service in my immediate community as well as just kind of in the world not to sound too lofty I honestly started the podcast because I wanted to be of service but something that I'm Mm -hmm. realizing is I really need to step up my game in being of service in my local community also especially Gia in these Mm -hmm. times like in this day and age right now I think it's so easy to pontificate about what's wrong. And I think it's so easy to have an opinion about all the things everybody else is doing wrong. And I'm kind of like, you know what? How about I shut up and put up? And what if instead of complaining about where some things are in our nation and in our world right now, what if I just went and like really loved on people real hard, like in my own community? (laughs) And, Uh, you know, what if I spent time with people who didn't look like me? And what if I spent time with people mm -hmm. from different backgrounds? And what if I helped kids who are at a disadvantage? And and what if I, you know, immersed my son and my family in that environment? And what if, you know, we spent Mm -hmm. an occasional Sunday volunteering instead of Netflix binging? (laughs) 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 And that is something that I'm really, really working on. And I don't mean to sound at all righteous or noble because I'm not doing nearly enough. But every time I do anything in like a volunteer capacity, it Mm -hmm. is honestly so rewarding and it's addictive. It makes me want to do it again and again. So I'm really trying to focus on my willingness to serve and the time (laughs) that I spend serving in my own backyard. That's number one. And number two is I need to have some more Fun, Gia. Like, I just need to play. I need. I want to go dance my face off.
1: <laughs> that's great. You should do it. Okay. And um, the next question would be, what are those tips that you no, no longer doing or no longer recommend anymore?
0: Oh, that's such a good question. Is there anything that I no longer do or have moved away mm-hmm. from? Okay, let me think <laughs> about this. So I'll be honest with you. What springs to mind in answering that question authentically is... I think if I had it to do all over again, I would do fewer shows on eat this, not that. Here's why you should not eat that. Like, this is so good for you. You should eat as much of this as possible. Oh, wait, don't eat too much kale. It'll mess up your thyroid. Oh, eat fat. Oh, wait, calories do matter. Oh, calories don't matter. <laughs> like I remember those episodes. <laughs> you know, and it and it gets to the point. I don't know about you Gia, but like I feel like the more podcasts I listen to, I had no idea how to eat anymore.
1: Yes, I totally agree. I totally agree with you. I made myself crazy. Yeah,
0: (laughs) it's so confusing. And the idea that I contributed to that in any way makes me a little bit crazy. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Because there's so many things out there. There's books, there are websites, there's just so many things out there that make us confused.
0: I agree. And I actually sort of forgot how to feed myself. I was doing the show with Jill Coleman. I don't know what episode it is, but I, I think it's 71 actually. And I will link to that, of course, in the show notes. But with Jill Coleman, I realized, I don't know if she said it or I said it, but I realized I was like, I only eat what I think I should eat. And I beat myself up for eating the things I think I shouldn't eat. But it has been years since I've asked myself, what do I want to eat? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like I totally forgot how to feed myself and I got all befuddled and confused and then and as you all know there's been quite a journey since then and now I'm back in the place where like I'm not gonna demonize food anymore like I'm just not going to do it so I think if I've walked away from anything it's legalizing certain foods and rendering other foods illegal, and obsessing mm-hmm. about what's good, what's bad, and and really just trying to focus on foods that make me feel good or foods that I can really in- enjoy in that in that moment, you know, whether they're perfectly healthy for me or not.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree. So my basic line was uh, is just to have a plate uh, and then put um, half of the plate with veggies. So a, a quarter of the plate will be protein. The other quarter will be um, grains or carbohydrates. So this is my basic line. So because I was so confused. So this is the only route I can follow. So I couldn't eat that like this every day, but I try to do my best.
0: You know, what's really helped me a lot is Mm -hmm. zooming out just a little bit is has been very, very helpful to me. And it makes me so much less focused on what I'm eating at any given moment. And just in Mm -hmm. a day, I know I need to get protein, water, fiber and fat. And looking at it in like three day periods and just being like, mm-hmm. oh, you know what? Yesterday was kind of carb intensive for me. I'll probably do more of a protein and fat intensive
1: day today.
0: And it just it's just made me like a lot less crazy and, you know, given me a lot of balance in how I look at things. Does that make sense? Yeah,
1: exactly. That totally makes sense. It, it also gives you a lot like less. You feel less guilty about eating like one day really like more focus on carbohydrates and you can actually uh, try to balance it out. I think that's a great idea.
0: Well, and you know what, to be honest with you, like I've been like I'm in pretty good shape right now. And it's so funny Mm -hmm. because just a few weeks ago, I really wasn't at all, (laughs) but I'm just like, I'm just in the zone right now. I'm feeling good. I'm comfortable in my clothes, you know, I'm working out hard and I'm training for a race. And so I guess something started clicking, you know, and it started sort of coming together again. And I have been not really craving and I've just been eating like an actual Normal person, and it's been so liberating. <laughs> but then today, yeah, it's a Monday as we record mm-hmm. this. Okay, it yeah. is rainy here. It's cold here, and. I have, I think I'm burnt out because I haven't taken a day off from exercising in a long time. And so I think Mm -hmm. I'm just like, like quite literally burnt out um, or physically burnt out. And today I just really, I overate. I've definitely like eaten a lot today and I'm not, (laughs) I'm not worried about it because today's just Mm -hmm. one of those days and tomorrow I'll start all over again. Like I'm just not freaking out about it. It's, it's been a, it's been a very refreshing change for me to just Mm -hmm. stop obsessing all the time about what I'm eating and what kind of impact it's going to have and what I should be eating. I'm, I'm just like, what do I want? What do I need? How do I want to feel? Those are the questions I'm obsessed with right now.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great question. So I actually started my food journal um, last week. I think it has been seven days. A food journal? So really, yeah, started like a, a blog just for myself. So I wrote down everything I ate for the day. It has been really helpful. So I can be, every time I would try to reach out to, to some, like, unhealthy snacks, I'll, oh, I have to write it down in my blog. It has been really helpful. I try to be uh, honest with uh, my blog and honest with myself. But um, I try to also um, doing, like, what you just mentioned, like, a three-day, if I ate um, too much protein the day before i'll eat more veggies the next day
0: can you believe how helpful it is just to see it in black and white
1: i wouldn't believe it if i haven't done it i really believe in it right now because i every time um i i try to reach out to some unhealthy stuff but, Okay, I have to write it down. I can eat like one piece, but um, I have to be honest with myself. This sounds so
0: lame, but true confessions. I have never successfully kept a food diary, even though I knew it would help me with my digestive issues. Cause, you <laughs> know, if you're writing down what you eat and how you make, how it makes you feel, it's a lot mm-hmm. easier to figure out what the problem is, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I'm trying to give myself like a timeline, just at 28 days. So I don't. Stress myself up. So 28 days. I'll oh, yeah. That. If I see any difference, um, in my body and my mind, I'll keep doing it. That's so smart. So
0: smart. <laughs> it's all, it's such a journey. I swear this thing's never over, but you know what is over for me is just not liking myself because of something I ate. Like even just saying that out loud sounds absurd to me. I really, really, <laughs> really want to spend my time and my energy on so many other things than worrying about what I'm eating in a day do you know what i mean like i just Mm -hmm. i have so much to do in this world and i've just given way too much attention to this whole category and so i'm dialing it back
1: (laughs) yes i totally agree okay what's next yes next question would be uh, i want to switch the gear a little bit to um mind a little bit so my question would be what's your tips for meditation Uh, because you mentioned that before on the show but i also want to know how do you feel after um, you do medication like for over like a year? What what do you feel the difference in your body and your mind?
0: Okay, so this is funny. We could call this show Things Ella is No Good At but Keeps Trying. Oh my God. So meditation is something I refer to a lot on the show, but it's not something I'm good at. I rely on apps to help Mm -hmm. me with my meditation. I I have the training wheels fully on my meditation bicycle. (laughs) I'm just not great at that. I fully understand. Like I'm very aware that I am missing out. Like I'm super aware that I could have superpowers if I would spend 10 minutes in the morning meditating, but I don't. So here's what I do. I do two things. If I get up early enough and things are not crazy, then I go sit in front of my red light. I, you know, I did an interview with the people who made it, Juve, and mm-hmm. uh, I sit in front of my red light for about 12 minutes and mm-hmm. I will listen to a meditation app on the insight Timer or I'll listen to a meditation track, I should say, on the app called Insight Timer. So there's lots of meditation apps and I've used a bunch Mm -hmm. of them, but my favorite one right now is Insight Timer and it's free. Mm And it has meditation tracks. You can just say how long you want and it will give you that. It has tracks that help you fall asleep. It has binaural beats, which I've talked about on the show before. It has a huge library. And again, you can do it for six minutes, for 60 minutes, and for everything in between.
1: Oh, wow. And so
0: I'll listen to that in the morning. I'll listen to something that's sort of like fills me up with energy or intention, but mostly if I'm being dead straight with you, of course I will be, I mostly listen to it at night. And so it's kind of the very last thing that I do. And then I have to like muster up the energy somehow to roll over and put my phone in airplane mode before I go to sleep for the day, for the night rather. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) I still have my training wheels on and I'm not great at it, but I do find that it has a very calming effect. And especially at night, and especially if I'm traveling, it mm-hmm. helps me just go right to sleep. So I'm a big, big fan, and it's super free. So everybody should at least try it. You've got nothing to lose.
1: Oh, nice. So before we um, get away from this question, uh, you mentioned Juve because I know uh, that you had a show on it. How long have you been using Jewel like now?
0: So I guess now it's been about six months mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm sort of fascinated by this. So, so it's Juve, which is J O O V and it's on the website again on the friends of the show page. I've got a discount code for Juve. So you guys can check that out if you want. And I liked it so much that I interviewed the owners and I was like, what is this thing that you sent me? Like, how does this thing work? And what's the science behind it? And I won't repeat the show here, but I do want to tell mm-hmm. you guys a couple of anecdotes. So I'm a big believer in. Natural anti-aging stuff. know what I mean? And I'm a little older than you, my friend, and so this is very much at the forefront for me. So I'm like, what can I do? What can I do? And I do a bunch of lasers. I'll tell you guys about that. I'll do a show on on the kind of facials and the photo facials that I'm into. I've got that coming up for you guys. Actually, it's already in the queue because um, I don't want to pretend like I don't do anything because that's just not true. And But the Juve Light, to me, what got my attention is that it's collagen boosting and And it's good for anti wrinkle collagen boosting stuff. So that got my attention. But what I have found fascinating is how much it helps with healing. I, whenever I have a particularly sore spot, I'll spend some time in front of the red light. I'll put that area, whether it's my hamstrings or whatnot, you know, my Mm -hmm. shoulder was bothering me the other day. So I just got right up on that red light and used my juve light for 15 minutes. And I always feel a little bit better and a little bit more like alert and happier in a way Mm -hmm. after I've used it. But my husband had an extremely swollen ankle. It looked like a grapefruit. And he took a video. I wonder if he would let me post this. He probably won't because it's like (laughs) super close up, hairy ankle. But his his leg was so swollen that he couldn't put weight on it. And it it looked like a sprain, basically. And he put it in front of the red light. And he's like, he'll do the stuff that I suggest, but he remains kind of skeptical about it. (laughs) And he took this video of his leg. Once he put it in front of the light for about five minutes, his leg just started pulsing like pulse, pulse, oh. pulse, pulse to the extent that he could capture it on video and then show it wow. to me later. And it was like an exorcism in his, in his ankle. Oh and it helped him with the swelling so much. And so he kept spent, you know, every day he would spend time in front of it and he healed. Mm-hmm. He said that it, um, you know, it's healing faster because, because of the red light. And so we just have all these fun little anecdotes for us, um, and just our own usage but I mean that's not science that's just anecdotes but it was kind of Mm -hmm. fascinating
1: oh it's great so you got a mini or the meat size
0: oh I got the big one
1: (laughs) yeah that's what I'm thinking uh because I have pain uh, injuries in my hips and lower back so I want to invest something that um you recommend uh so I I actually I'm thinking about that's why I'm trying to ask the question oh your husband's (laughs) gonna
0: kill me for real
1: Uh, I know, I know. But it's going to help him too. He ran a a half marathon last year and he has some uh, pain in uh, his knees, but he want to run again this year, April, uh, April this year. So uh, I think that's going to help him as well.
0: You know what will also help, I think, is infrared sauna, if you can find one near you. And I know in California that it should not be hard to find a place to go sit in an infrared sauna for a while. It helps so much with swelling and inflammation, and I just cannot recommend it enough. And again, Mm -hmm. I have an interview in the queue on that as well. So you guys will hear that coming up in the next several weeks. But I'm a big, big fan of that. So check that out, too. And it's very cost efficient
1: sure that's great yeah you got so many good podcasts coming up I'm really looking forward to it. so my uh, next question would be what's your morning routine your bedtime routine because uh, because you had the show on uh, with Sean Stevenson and I, and I really like him yeah uh, I also listen to his show on sleep and you also interview um, the author of morning miracle hell and yeah I I just want to know what's your because they, they were like really early um, probably like fifth interview or really early in the show. So I want to know whether you're still incorporating the tips um, in your morning routine and your bedtime routine. Yeah, I think those
0: both were recorded in the first year of the podcast. I think Mm -hmm. you're I think you are exactly right. So this is interesting because I found we're continuing the theme of things I don't do well. So I love it. I That's what we will call this show. Gia, yeah, I go through phases. And I went through a phase where I was hardcore morning routine. And I tend to actually kind of stick to a plan in the warmer months. So I get up before <laughs> anyone in my house always. But I mean, I still, I, I don't like to get up before six. So I'll get up at maybe six. I'm not getting up at 4.30 in the morning. Like I'm just not that hardcore. So I'll get up. And I always like to have at least half an hour to myself. And I tend to, in mm-hmm. the warmer months, go outside, breathe some fresh air, do some stretches, read maybe for 20 minutes in one of those nonfiction books that I was telling you about, make some notes, do some brainstorming while I'm drinking a vat of coffee, and then kind of start my day. And again, sometimes I'll fit the red light in there as well mm-hmm. in the morning because I, I find that's the best time to do it. And a lot of times I'm not meditating in front of the red light. I'm Scrolling on my phone and checking all of my social media and my email like let's be honest (laughs) but I'm doing it in front of the red light yeah (laughs) yeah that's really helpful
1: I'll get it
0: right so let me just keep it super real with you guys I have done all the things I've tried all the things I've gotten on all the bandwagons and I still go in seasons where I do the same thing every morning for a while and then it changes Mm -hmm. but what I'm I'm just gonna tell you what I'm doing right now and then maybe somebody Mm -hmm. can ask me three months from now and I'll tell you what I'm doing then But I get up and I drink a tall glass of water. If I don't, you know, just chug down a water bottle, I'll drink a tall glass of water. And then I drink an entire glass of wheatgrass. So it's like four ounces of wheatgrass plus a bunch of water. And Mm -hmm. that is like my injection of energy for the morning. And which is quickly followed by two enormous cups of coffee.
1: <laughs> but <laughs>
0: coffee right. Person. Right. But I try and get something in my system that's legit before I put, you know, the very acidic coffee in my body. Mm-hmm. What what I don't like is when I get up and I immediately look at my phone and I immediately I mean sometimes I will put in an hour on my computer responding to emails because my consulting business is global. So I get a lot of emails overnight too. Mm-hmm. And a bad morning for me is where from 6.30 until 7.30, I'm doing work until my son comes downstairs because then I'm already in it and my brain is already elsewhere and I do that way too often. So just to keep it super honest with you guys, I do that way, way too often. I put in an hour, an hour and a half of actual work before the day should have even really started. On a good morning, I don't do that and I actually invest that time in myself. So I have sort of two different morning routines. You see what I'm saying? Yes.
1: I totally understand. And also your morning routines will change um in different seasons. That totally makes sense too. Yeah. You know? Because you don't you don't wanna drink like a super cold smoothie in a winter morning that really chill your body
0: no and i really haven't been like i love smoothies but i just can't get excited about it right now when it's not warm outside i just can't the other thing is in the warm months what i do for maybe you know i'll get into this habit for four or five weeks is i'll get up and take my dog for a walk before anyone gets up and it's nice and warm and it's just Mm -hmm. a wonderful way to start the day like that's an amazing way to start the day but i'm a wimp and i won't do it when it's cold (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah I totally understand. It's really hard to get out. Um, yeah it's,
0: it's dark. it's cold. It's like wet. have like forget it. okay. so <laughs> at night, at night, it's very, very simple. If I haven't done the red light, then I'll do the red light at night. And mm-hmm. I definitely try to be done with my day by nine thirty, and that's pretty late. But what happens is, You know, I kind of work and then I take a few hours off where I can spend some actual time having a conversation with my son, even if that conversation is here are all the chores and what is your homework? Like, (laughs) at least I'm eyeballing him as I'm saying it, right? And then (laughs) I'm making dinner with somebody, either my husband or my son or my son is, you know, helping me and setting the table and that sort of thing. And so I just Mm -hmm. try to be present during that window. But what that means is when my son goes back up to finish his homework or to do what he needs to do, I will very often go back to work from like 7 or 7.30 to 9 o'clock at night and that's not optimal living. I'm not here to pretend that it is, but that's my life right now. And then mm-hmm. I definitely want the computer shut, like definitely want the computer shut by 8 or 9 p.m. And then oh. I'll migrate upstairs by 10 p.m. And it is, its it's got to be lights out by 11 if I'm going to be a sane person.
1: Oh, that's still pretty early for me.
0: <laughs> it would have been for me too. You know, a while ago, I didn't have any kind of self-imposed bedtime at all. But the truth mm-hmm. is, I mean, it just, you know, you've heard me talk about it, Gia, but I just, like, I've got to get my seven hours. I've got to. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's that's very important. Um, after I listened, I read the Sleep Smarter book. Um, yeah. I really, I think sleep is one of the most important things that you can actually control in your life. So sleeping seven hours and eight hours, that's really important. I have my last question. Okay. Um, my last question would be, what was your favorite place that you visited last year? Uh, Or this year. This is an easier question for you.
0: Okay. For my brain is trying to catalog the different places that I've been in the past year. You know what? I went to St. John in the U.S. Virgin Islands and it was maybe six months before they had all these horrible hurricanes. Yeah, and it's really just left such an impression on me because I hadn't been to the Virgin Islands in years. Mm-hmm. I mean, in decades actually, and in, in like two mm-hmm. decades. And I went there with my husband, and it was just our little getaway while our son was traveling. And it was just exquisitely beautiful. It was nothing I expected. First of all, it was totally mountainous, and we hiked mm-hmm. everywhere. I, I was like, I thought I was going to be like on the beach with an umbrella, drink, and yeah. <laughs> we ended up hiking all over every day. It was amazing. Like you had to walk to the beach, and when I. Walk to the beach. I mean, you had to put on gear and like hike to the beach. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. And it was so unexpected and it was so amazing and it was just glorious and, you know, I drank a lot of rum and the water was crystal clear and I love diving and I love snorkeling as well. And so it was Mm -hmm. all the blissful, happy things that you would expect it to be. And then because they very soon thereafter suffered such trauma and Mm -hmm. St. John's got right where we were, got annihilated, just (laughs) annihilated. Like it made such an impression on me and, you know, we tried to help them. From afar. And it just really, I don't know, I just felt like I had a really strong emotional connection to it. So that would definitely be at the top of my list that in England. I love England. It feels like my second home. I love it so much. And that'll always be, you know, in my top three on any given year.
1: <laughs> hey, yeah, I, I'm just looking for some recommendations for our upcoming trip. So um, that's great ideas. Uh, we we'll probably want to go to Europe somewhere, England. We actually never been. Um, we've never been to England before, so that would be a great option for us.
0: Oh, well, you want to know where I would go? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, okay. that would be great.
0: I think everyone should go to Australia from Sydney to Perth. I mean, it's just it's just a fascinating place. So Australia, I think, is a must see on everybody's list. I want to go to Bali. Haven't been to Bali. I want to go there. Can I just do a (laughs) retreat in Bali and can we just all go? Because that sounds amazing. (laughs) I want to go to Iceland. Mm -hmm. That's on my list. And Europe, of course, is amazing. You cannot go wrong.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow. Yes. Yes, I totally agree.
0: Rome is an absolute must.
1: Oh, yeah. That's our actually one of our favorite place. We have so many gelatos and pasta. <laughs> and yeah. Madrid.
0: Oh, just an amazing city. And everybody there is so beautiful. They look better than I do on my best day when they're just like running to the pharmacy. I mean, they just, oh. They're so stylish. And the moms are like oh. pushing their strollers in three-inch heels and full oh, makeup. And they're just so beautiful. Wow. <laughs> I want to yeah. see the whole world. Where have you been that you love?
1: As you said, I love Australia. I went to Australia when I was still in high school and I remember it was so clean, so nice. Um, yeah, it was amazing. And, and I like Paris. Like, I like and Actually, one of my favorite places in Switzerland. Um, I like Europe a lot. Ella, are you coming to California? Like, uh, in Northern California any day that we can meet up? Yes,
0: I am. I'm coming in May. So let me let me confirm that. And then let's see if I can schedule an actual meetup. I love doing that with you guys. I need to do one in DC, Charlotte, North Carolina, and Northern California. Those I've got my site set on those areas. So if you're anywhere near there, you need to be following me on Instagram because that's where I tend to post those things.
1: Yes, coming to California. Very cool.
0: I love California.
1: Ella, if you want to follow my food journal, not too healthy food journal, uh, I have my blog, uh, life in pieces by Gia.com. Life it's like, in pieces. So can the people who are listening to this, can they get on there? Uh, I don't mind. Um, just share my personal experience. It's not like a really professional blog or anything. It's just my personal experience with food, um, but I, I'm happy to have people check it out.
0: <laughs> Lifeinpieces.com. Uh, LifeinpiecesbyGia.com. Oh, Life in Pieces by Gia, which is J-I-A. You guys, I'll link to it in the show notes so you don't even have to
1: remember it. <laughs> and uh, send me recipes and tips so I can incorporate it in my life.
0: Okay, everybody. Help Gia out. Recipes, tips, lifeinpiecesbygia.com.
1: Gia, you have been amazing. Oh, thank you, Ella. You too. Thank you so much for having time talking to me. Thanks. Talk to you later. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye.
0: Okay, everyone. I hope you enjoyed today's show and got something out of it that you can use. If you did and you want to learn more, just go to onairwithella.com, where I put up links to all of the good stuff that we talked about today and more information about our guests and all the good stuff that you did not need to write down today because I got you covered.